season's going to end on a double doink. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on Broadway. And your hosts, Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. Oh, football faithful. Welcome back to another episode of the Double Doing Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It would be greatly appreciated. You can also rate the podcast. And review the podcast wherever you do listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. It's football season, baby. You know what that means? It means we're going for two here with the sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. Blitzing through hairs has never been easier, and it's time to join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by using code DOINK, D O I N K, DOINK, at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. It's three and out. It's three and out the window with all other trimmers. Now go tame that Wildcat offense. The world is starting to open up, and the Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to help you get ready. Inside, you'll find their brand new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair trimmer, Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, Crop Driver Toner Plus, two free gifts, Performance Boxer Briefs, and the Shed Shallow Bag. The Performance Package 4.0 from Manscaped is the perfect package for your package and a key for a great grooming and hygiene routine to make sure the boys downstairs are smooth, like Tom Brady in the fourth quarter. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK, DOINK, DOINK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK at manscaped.com. Take your ball defense to the promised land with Manscaped. All righty. It is a Wednesday. I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Eric Warnsey. Warnsey, how you doing? Good, man. Good. Uh, picked up a new pair of specs today. Got new glasses. My old ones shattered yesterday, and they were all <coughs> scratched up. So now I, I, I feel like I can actually see. I went in, and the eye doctor, he looked at my old prescription, and he compared it to my new one. and. He basically said I should have been in there about a year ago. Like I, I've been using glasses that were over a year, year old uh, in terms of the prescription. So I feel like a new man. I, now I can see the betting board even clearer. There you go. Those new glasses will get you a better betting record. That's yeah. kind of that's that's what they promised you, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Alrighty. Um. So yeah, it is Wednesday currently. We're looking at five twelve p.m. Eastern time. Um. If you are listening to this at any time, it's during the crazy rumor mill that's going on to Sean Watson apparently is close to being traded to the Miami Dolphins there are rumors of a third team attached to this either the Denver Broncos or the Washington football team it is crazy stuff uh I guess we'll just touch on it quickly here um uh, we we talked about this off air I think Miami fans don't really care about this this kind of thing anymore they're they're kind of feeling apathy if that makes sense they need a good offense they need a quarterback they haven't had a quarterback in a long time they are one and five and i think that fan base and i think that front office thinks that to or that deshaun watson is the answer to all their problems is he who knows but that's what i think they think yeah i mean it's crazy what happens uh up in management when you lose to jacksonville right everybody starts looking oh is my job on the line? And I mean, you just lost to Jacksonville. Yeah, the seat is hot. I think that's I think that's what kind of sparked this to start really moving is that loss. And they looked at themselves and said, Hey, we we tanked for Tua. That's what we did. And it hasn't worked. 
It's it was the wrong call. Like Justin Herbert went three picks after them, two picks well, after, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they completely whiffed on that. They did, and not to mention the other first round picks they've whiffed on. Like they 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 haven't drafted well whatsoever the last couple of years. Nope. Does Deshaun Watson come in and instantly fix everything? I don't know because can you even let him play yet? Do we? So he is eligible to play at any time. If they trade for him, let's say in the next couple of days, he's eligible to play next Sunday. I <laughs> I know it doesn't I, like that. That that's what that's what I'm on uh, my understanding. Like I, they the NFL has not suspended him. He's not on any like uh, he's not on any like reserve list or anything like that. He's basically just been a healthy scratch in Houston. Optically, that's such a bad message you're sending i mean deshaun watson still is under i, I guess you've got to call them allegations at this point it's still going through the court process i believe that's going to be handled in what february february 2022 is when it starts so how terrible would it look if you start this guy and act like he's your franchise quarterback and then in february stuff comes out that he's an absolute dirtbag i mm-hmm. mean it's a huge risk Miami is taking. I think if he if Deshaun Watson played any other position other than quarterback, this isn't even a convo. Nobody's making a trade for him. It's that's how important quarterbacks are in this league. What's the price tag of a Deshaun Watson right now with all this up in the air over his head? So a little bit of a flex. I was on Sports Matt Radio talking with Matt Parole about this about an hour ago. I said that um I said two first-round picks and two Atagalolo gets it done. I mean, it would have to be San Francisco's first-round pick, which isn't yes. going to be that appealing. Of well, a it first will. Rounder. It will be in that ten and twenty range, my guess. That's my like again. Who knows? We don't know how they're going to play out. Yeah, but my best guess is in that ten to. I'll go ten to twenty-four range. How about that? Just in case they make the playoffs. Yeah, they could win a playoff yeah. game, but yeah, that's way too far in the distance. And then another now. next year's first-round pick, and then two Atagalolo. Maybe you have to even throw a third first round pick in. That's what I'm wondering because yeah. I'm, I think the original rumors in the off season were four first round picks is what it's going to take, and then yeah. all the allegations started coming out. So obviously nobody was paying four first rounders at that time. I I can't wrap my head around it. I don't even have a ballpark of a guess. I mean, if you're Houston, you're looking for as many picks as possible. I don't. I don't know if two first round picks from Miami gets it done. Personally, I think they would want more. I yeah, it's three first rounds to uh two first rounds to a something like that. Like they don't really have any players to trade. Like you're not giving a waddle. You're you're not Xavier Howard's expensive. Yeah, you're not. Like moving. I'm looking. I'm looking at their cap right now. Like there's no one really to trade. <laughs> they don't have a good roster. Yeah. Like, I, they, don't have, they don't have any young talent that teams would really want, right? Like, I'm not. Right. And we're just talking Miami Houston right now. Yeah. There's also another rumor out there that Washington. Washington yeah, Washington is involved in a, apparently. So this looks like a three team trade. Yeah, this is going to be complicated. Like, I don't want to dive too much into it right now because all of everything we're saying could be different in two days, right? Yeah, yeah this so, is complete rumor. Yeah, it's complete rumor, but we just had to address it. Like, it's happening as we speak. So we wanted to. Get off just. We have more on the Miami Dolphins coming in a bit. Uh, let's go to Monday Night Football. I thought that was a great game. Tennessee Titans defeat the Buffalo Bills at home 34-31. Correct? That was the right score? Yep. 34-31. Uh, did you have any issues with the Josh Allen sneak attempts on fourth down? 
I didn't have an issue with the play call. I guess I had an issue with the execution. Well, yeah, you didn't get it. No, but <laughs> in the terms that they went up to the line and kind of just hutted it right away. Yeah. He didn't do any hard count. They, they could have called didn't... a timeout, right? Two yeah, timeouts left. That's what I had an issue with. I didn't yeah. like how he just walked right up to the line, hut it, and then did a sneak. I knew once he was walking up to the line of scrimmage, he was sneaking the ball. So did everyone yeah. in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. want to see maybe a little jet motion, yeah. something. Are you... I agree with that. Anything I can buy that. like that. But, I mean, what? 49 times out of 50, Josh Allen gets that yard. Yeah. Maybe like, even higher. Like if, you're was... head, if you're a head coach, you're looking at it this way. Like, there's a 50% chance we get the, the coin toss. There's probably a much larger than 50% chance that Josh Allen makes this first down and gets in the end zone. Like, I put I that up in the 80 to 90% chance. And, like, like, crap happens, right? It's football. Like, sometimes you just don't get it. So, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't really like people, like, on Twitter and whatnot. Like, how about Taylor Lewan starting a left tackle for the Bills? It was the reason that he didn't get <laughs> that, that take by Chris Broussard. Chris Broussard, man, you're my favorite basketball analyst or one of mine, and you go and you can't even watch a what, football you game. Like Chris I liked him as a basketball analyst. Maybe about two years ago, him when he was started on the Colin Coward show, I loved watching their segments. Buddy, he called Canadian basketball players soft. That I don't, guy's an absolute <laughs> loser. I don't remember that. Buddy, he said why did he say that about Andrew Wiggins? And then well, he, he is soft. Yeah, but he lumped it into all of Canada basketball. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually can't stand I just, anything that guy says. I just poked a bear there. Eh? Yeah, you do not like Christmas, sir. I don't mind his basketball takes. I, I don't mind him on the call. I'm sure. Anyways, if you haven't, if you haven't, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we have context and go type in Chris Broussard on Twitter. Watch his. Uh, Watch his take on the end of that football game. <laughs> yeah, he basically said the yeah. reason that the Titans won is because Taylor Luan got hurt, which is just an all-time gutty comment. Taylor Luan doesn't play for the Buffalo Bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. All right. Anyways, yeah, I, 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 don't, uh, I, I don't think it was the wrong call at all. I, I would go for that 10 times out of 10. I thought it was the right decision. Uh, I, I think Buffalo's going to be just fine. I don't think there's anything to take from the Buffalo Bills side. Uh, well, the, maybe... They didn't get a single stop in the second half. Yeah, that's, the Titans' offense was humming, man. Like, that's a good offense. I know, but for the defense, number one in the league, Buffalo, all the praise. Yeah, it, they were about what, – what comes up must come down at some point. Like, I know, they but beat, six consecutive that's scores? That's alarming. They did get their butts kicked in the second half. Yeah, to give up six consecutive scores I thought was very alarming. I'm not going to push uh, – I'm not panicking or anything from that. I think it was just a bad game in the second half it of the defense. But I don't know. Now there's tape on it. Maybe other teams start making adjustments attacking this Bills defense. But I also thought that on the kick return that went for a touchdown, there was not a hold at all. That bad was, call. That was a terrible call. That should have been a game-winning <laughs> kickoff return touchdown for the Bills. But yep. anyways, it was a great game. You want to talk about the man, the myth, the legend? Derrick Henry. Yeah, quickly before we get to him, I will say Tennessee Titans, I think, are a threat in the AFC. I, I, don't, I think people are forgetting about them. They're now 4-2. and two. They just beat the best team in the NFL, arguably. They're now two games up in the AFC South. A.J. Brown and, and, and Julio Jones are – well, Julio Jones wasn't even playing at the end of the game with a hamstring yeah, injury. No. A.J. Brown, if those guys get going, man. Like, I don't know. I, I think they're a team to watch out for at the trade deadline as well. I think this is kind of their window. They got to win in the ne- either this year or next year, basically. Probably this year. This is probably their best chance to win a Super Bowl right now with the way Derrick Henry's playing. So I'd watch out for, like, an Xavier Howard. I think they're completely in the market for a cornerback. Xavier Howard, maybe even Steven Nelson from the Eagles, uh, who's also going to be – who yeah. has a chance to get shot. I think 
someone like that, like like a stopgap cornerback, is someone to watch out for fantasy. I think they're a threat. I, I think people are forgetting about them. To watch they, out for them later on the year. They desperately need a cornerback yeah. now. Well, Christian Fulton's been put on IR, the rookie first Caleb, rounder. No, Caleb Farley's rookie first rounder. No, Christian Fulton. On they're the both. Titans. Yeah, they're both first rounders. Caleb Farley was the rookie first rounder this year. That was Caleb oh, Farley. Okay. He just okay, got put so. on IR with a torn ACL. Christian Fulton as well. I think he was a first round pick as well. Could be wrong. Yeah, no, he was the year before. You're right. Yeah. Farley was the torn ACL. Christian yeah. Fulton's on IR, but he might be back later this year you're yeah. right sorry about that so so they're both on IR. They, yeah they need they need a cornerback in the worst way so i i think xavian howard is the guy to watch out for for them he if i'm miami because I, I that him. like you just said they might be a threat i can't consider them a threat with that defense whatsoever yeah in my opinion but if the offense is top five like there's potential they have a potential top five yeah. offense if you have a don't, top five offense in this nfl you don't really need a top don't defense. forget this team lost to the new york jets that's, but they beat the buffalo that's what i was thinking today yeah. like where do you, how do you power rank teams anymore yeah like, <laughs> they lost to the jets but beat, beat the, the bills. bills it's just the nfl is crazy um okay derrick henry guys are just Silly. just a, just a different different animal i have a dare i have a crazy derrick henry take for you i think he might be one of the best football players of all time like from high school to the nfl he broke the national high school rushing record he won a heisman trophy now he's one of the best running backs in like from the, the second he stepped foot on a football field in high school to the end of his nfl career you can make the argument that he has one of the better resumes of all time yeah yeah, it's actually silly what he's doing right now. He currently has more rush yards after contact <laughs> than, rest than, than any other running back has yards. He has more yards than 29 teams. Yeah. 29, he has more rushing yards than 29 other it? teams combined. 10 touchdowns? So right now, yeah, I believe 10 touchdowns. In his just last three, in his last four games, last five games, sorry, 35 carries, 182 yards, three touchdowns, 28 carries, 113 yards. 33 carries, 147 yards, a touchdown. 29 carries, 130 yards, three touchdowns. 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns. He has three touchdown, three TD games in his last five games. That's actually fucked insane. up. It's actually insane what he's doing. And the disrespect this guy's getting in terms of MVP odds, he's still plus 2,000. It's just a freaking quarterback race I anymore. It's so annoying. I was just going to say, it's going to go to a quarterback. It always does. But what does a position player have to do to get on the MVP radar? Because what Derrick Henry has done. If, if, would, you put a, would you cast a first, uh, like an MVP vote for him right now? Well, put it this way. Derrick Henry is plus 2,000 and Matt Stafford is plus 1,000. How does that make any sense? I would cast it Henry over Matthew Stafford. He's half the odds. I'm just like, trying to, just trying no to think sense. of who would like, who would be above Henry because I think he's in the conversation. Currently, there is one, two, nine quarterbacks ahead of Derrick Henry on the MVP ladder. That's just a disservice to the. That makes no sense. Like the man stupid. is currently carrying a football team, quite literally carrying it on his back to a four and two record. Leading the division, yeah, it's a crappy division, but he's leading a team to a division race, to a division crown on his own. Like, I'm, try- I, I'm trying to think, like, who would I put ahead of him? Like, make Kyler Murray, I guess this has to be leading the way, right? Like, yeah, he's just because he's 6 0, and yet, uh, like, I think Lamar, Lamar Jackson had a poor game last week against the, uh, against the Chargers. They still won. Um, but he'd probably fall down a bit. I Brady, yeah. Brady, Dak, and Murray. Dak, yeah. I, I think he's top three. 
Yeah, Derrick Henry should, should be top be. three. That's good. I just I wouldn't bet on it just no. because I don't I think they'll never give it to a running back and it's sad. Derrick Henry has 170.1 fantasy points this season. That's 41.3 more than the second highest guy. That's Austin Eckler. That's larger than the gap between Eckler and the 14th highest running back. He's another point of perspective on that dominated. one. Over his last five games, no other. Over his last five games, he has three games of 125 yards and three rushing touchdowns. No other player on an active roster has three games with 125 rushing yards and three touchdowns over the course of their entire career. He's done that in the last five games. Just, it, I, I, this is, I, I could throw like a hundred more of these stats. He's, he's insane. He's, he's, he's the best. I, I said and Devontae Adams was the best football player, the best at what he does in his position. Derrick Henry's right there too. Yeah. And what's even making it more impressive to me is this is off back to, what did he have last year? 380 carries? And the year yeah. before that? He's on he pace had... for 432 touches right now. That is it's, insane. It's, that's crazy. And how his body is holding up. Like, it just keeps going. It's like every time he gets hit, it gets better. It's, it's, just, it's, it's a specimen. It's, it's defying logic. Running back logic. It's, he's an absolute specimen. Yeah. To go from consecutive back-to-back 300-plus carry seasons to now be doing this, it's absolutely impressive. Hats off to Derrick Henry. Eric Warner, who has the worst record in football since the start of the 2017 season? Detroit Lions? Wrong. Uh, Jacksonville? Wrong. I don't know. Who? The New York football Giants wow, have that's the stunning. worst record in the NFL since that boat picture was taken in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no everyone remembers, remember that picture? That was, yeah. that, was, that was the end of the – that was kind of the end of their run. Since that picture was taken, um, the last – what's that now? We're looking at three and a change seasons. They have the worst record in the NFL. Wow. They are currently one and five. They just got absolutely obliterated by the L.A. Rams. Um, was it at home? It was at home, right? Uh, no, it was in LA. It was I think. no, no, it was, no, it was, it was at home. one p.m. Yeah, it was, it was in New York. They are yeah. currently twenty seventh in team DVOA. I believe they're twenty fifth in EPA per play. So analytically, they're a dump. This team, like I just said, this team is a dump. Yeah, they are the epitome of this of the NFL right now. Take a guess how much cap space they have going into next year. Take a wild guess how much cap space Dude, they have. We did this, aren't yeah, they over but, the yeah, cap. No, they're they're under now, but it's not by much. Like Miller too? $445,000. How much cap space wow. they have going into next year. Next year, James Bradbury, Kenny Galladay, Leonard Williams, and Adoree Jackson account for $85 million of their cap space next year. They cannot get out of those contracts. Warnsey, that's 40% of their entire cap. Wow. On those four players. And this that is fact. Go, double, go fact check that. I fact checked it today. That is... That's poor management. They can't get out of those deals out. There's no way of getting out of those four contracts. Those four contracts are here to stay. Yeah, that is, that's tough. Tough from the GM and another team where just the, the first round draft picks just haven't hit. Like Andrew Thomas going fourth overall. I think that's going to be one that absolutely kills the Giants for years. Considering the tackles that went after him in that draft. Yep. All it was a loaded tackle class, and to see what Worfs is doing, what who are, who are the other guys again? Uh, Becton is Jedrick doing, Wills, Jedrick Wills, like all the tackles after him have kind of become studs. Like they missed on Worfs that and pick. Wills are complete studs, like complete. Yeah, Mackay Becton just had some injury issues, but when he's played, he's been great. Yes, and 
Andrew Thomas is hurt now. Um, I hope he gets back on the field soon. But missing picks like that can set you back so far. I don't even know if it's the draft picks or more just like the Gettleman contracts and crap like that. Like he's just been a bad manager. So what do you do if you're if you're the owner of the New York Giants? What are you doing at the end of this year? Are you clean? You got a clean house, right? You got to hit that big old red button. Well, you just said they can't because they got well, those no, guys. Yeah, but not in. no, yeah, not on the like the roster side of things. I'm talking like like Gettleman's got to go. Dave Gettleman needs to get the hell out of there. Yeah, I I don't see a reason. I don't see a way that he survives this year. Jason Garrett's got to go as OC. Oh, uh, Joe Judge. Like, what do you do with that guy? Like, he's got to go too, right? What What do you? You're. I don't. I don't know if you're a Joe Judge guy. I've never been. What does he bring to the table right now that's worth keeping him around for? Right? Oh, like right. nothing. He, he came doesn't bring in as anything. a special team. Yeah, guy. exactly. So what is he like? There's nothing that he's proven or done, in my opinion, that's shown like he needs to stick around. He's yeah. So All if right. a new GM comes in, most likely he brings his own head coach. So you clean outs there, and then again, like like what I just mentioned, like there, there's not a lot of wiggle room here. Like you have a first, you you have two first round picks this year. You have one. You have the Bears first round pick and your own. Yeah, I think this is like the one team. Call me crazy that will just go and. F- make some stupid trade for a quarterback this offseason like a wilson or a rogers because like they're stuck with this roster there's the yeah. roster's not going anywhere you have two first round picks like it this seems like the most logical thing for them to do is kind of just put all your chips in and see what happens i don't know that's that's not a bad there's no idea. rebuilding like you can't rebuild this roster yeah. you gotta see you gotta try to maximize what you have like over the next two years the thing is i think that would probably be what the giants want to do but if you're wilson or rogers you're not accepting a trade well, no, there can, can, like, that, that's the question though what, like can you sell a galladay Kadarius tony uh my guess is stone shepherd's going to get cut because he's going to be a cap casualty um saquon. a, a darius slayton saquon like that's not terrible i think you could sell rogers or a wilson on that if you hire the right yeah. coach Right, like yeah, the coach would definitely be a major factor. Yeah, in that, but that's all just speculation stuff. We'll see. No, I know. We'll Plenty see of time. To talk how about. it? We'll see how it unfolds because it could get uglier. Okay, so here's a question for you. We, uh, but we're going. We're tying this back in the Dolphins. Would you rather be the Miami Dolphins or the New York Giants over the next, let's say, three years? Both just bottom of the barrel franchises at this situation but you asked me to look into this i think i would still rather be the giants going forward than the dolphins the dolphins are about to give up a top five pick in my opinion i don't see it getting better this year for the dolphins they've already gave up a top five pick <laughs> that's, that's what i mean yeah, like, like, it's, it's gone it's gone yeah, yeah. what a stupid trade that was terrible and like you mentioned the giants have the bears first round pick and their own so they're probably getting two top 20 picks they're gonna get some young talent on this roster the dolphins have 78 million dollars in cap space warner next year compared to the 45 445 thousand dollars that the the giants have right I i think i think i get what you're saying but like at least if you're coming into Miami, if you if like at least you can make your own team of this. The biggest issue with Miami is all the draft picks they've they've done have not hit it like at all, like right. whatsoever. Like uh, Tua Valoa hasn't done well. Igadabonage, it, it the cornerback in the first round hasn't done much. Jalen Phillips hasn't shown up too much this year. Like you can go Liam Eikenberg. They can't even find a spot for him. Mm. Like it just 
they needed these young guys to hit for this kind of rebuild to serve. They haven't even like processed this rebuild yet. Like they haven't even got over the hump yet because none of these young guys are doing anything. Right, but my my argument would be okay. They have seventy million in cap space, but what? Who's the Leonard Williams they're signing? Who's the Kenny Galladay they're signing? Like That's on true. Miami, really, Jalen Waddles their weapon right now. Like is Devontae Parker is a good receiver when he's on the field. Yeah, he's... he he can't stay on the field. And actually, Devontae Parker the last couple of years has not been a good receiver. Like he really yeah, they paid him like one. I know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what Mike Gusecki's contract status is, but I don't think Miami has weapons. And Kenny Galladay and Saquon and Tony are at least something. I think Miami has nothing. And on the defensive side of the ball, I think Aziz Olujari is at least some sort of a prospect, some potential there as a pass rusher. This Dolphins defense doesn't have anybody that can even get near a quarterback they can't even scare a quarterback by looking at him like their pass rush is so horrendous i don't see it getting better anytime soon because they don't have any top draft picks yeah it's an interesting question i i don't know like we we're seeing this dolphins defense being built with great cornerbacks Corners in the NFL can only cover for so long if you're not getting any pressure whatsoever i don't care if you have five Deion Sanders out there. They're not going to be able to cover for yeah. forever. Like, and then, like, the pass rush and getting home. That, that's the thing with the Dolphins. You're expecting their defense to at least be somewhat good. They like, just it, lost to Jacksonville. Yeah, I know. That's, like, that's my point. Like, that's the issue here. Like, their defense is, like, I was, I think this stat is true. I think they're, like, the worst special teams unit in football right now. That's nice. another thing. Like, like, they won last year on turnovers and special teams. Right now, Miami is... They're 23rd in special teams. Okay. So they're yeah. not terrible, but like they were fourth last year. Right. So like they, they, that's the difference between what they go, what, 10 and, 10 and 6 last year to now a 1 and 5 start. Like no defense, no special teams. Their offense doesn't improve. Like that's, that's the slim margins in the NFL, right? It doesn't take, doesn't take a lot. Uh, all righty. Um, before Thursday Night Football Talk, why don't you tell us about Coolbet? Right on. Coolbet is the most transparent gaming company in the world. Coolbet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. For first-time users, use deposit code DOINK for a 100% welcome bonus up to $200 when signing up with Coolbet. That's code DOINK, and Coolbet will match your first deposit up to $200. Give our friends at Coolbet Canada a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at, at Coolbet Canada. Coolbet, stay cool, bet responsibly. All right, we got... A- Decent Thursday night. Are the odds game. up on Cool Bet? The Is, odds are currently not. Yeah, because up on cool because bet. of the Case Keenum thing, right? I'm guessing they had to. Yeah, they had to go back to the drawing board. The injury list on both sides is pretty lengthy, isn't it? Like, I was reading the Browns questionable list today, and it is ugly. Um, I'm gonna pull it up quickly. I got here. it right here. Yeah. Um, Browns have already ruled out Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield. Jeremiah Owusu. Is Jar- Jarvis Landry ruled out yet? Jarvis Landry is currently. He's not on this report I'm looking at, so that makes me think he's out because they would have had to yeah, activate I think, him. Yeah, I think he's arm. out. Yeah, so he's, he's out. out. Yeah. Odell had uh, Josina uh, Anderson reports that he has a third, third string AC joint, something yeah, like that. He's doesn't questionable. doesn't sound like it's very the, t- the tackles. The tackles are still questionable, and Wills and Conklin. 
Uh, the center Treader is JC Treader is questionable. Like they are banged up. Clowney's questionable as well. They they are very very banged up. Malik Jackson questionable. Malcolm Smith. <laughs> and oh, Jesus Christ. But then on the other side of the ball, it's not as many specific. Uh, no, well, the Gabriel, list isn't as long. Garrett but Bowles is questionable. He might not play for Denver, but they're starting left tackle. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater's banged up. The linebacker position, they're down four starting linebackers right now, or nice. whoever would be starting. Browning, Johnson, Mintz, and Patrick are all out as linebackers. So That's I good. don't I don't know how you what you do when you are they just gonna be playing one linebacker? Even that, like can you afford to put any linebackers on the field? I don't I didn't what do you do? I don't know. You're down your four linebackers. What what do you have? Do you have a, a lean on this game yet? Like you you were calling for Case Keenum two days ago. I love that they listened to you. Is in yeah, yeah. that's huge. But it, I mean, if Cleveland's down two start their two tackles still, and their two stud running backs, I don't know if I can take Cleveland. It's a Thursday nighter. I don't like betting much on Thursday nighters because weird stuff happens. I'm probably staying away from this one to be honest. Not like not not spread nothing. You're not touching nothing. Well, I not the injury report is nothing. the injury report is just so lengthy. I I don't I have no idea what to expect in this game. So I clocked in once I saw the Baker Mayfield injury happen. I clocked in uh, Broncos plus three. Now I did some digging on Denver like the past few weeks, like the last three, um, the last they're losing streak. They lost three in a row. Over the last three weeks, they are 28th in EPA per play on defense. Football Outsiders currently has them now as their, uh, where is their defense? Sorry, bad podcasting here. 24th ranked defense. Which was supposed they were, what, to be their third or, or like three weeks ago. Yeah. They've completely fallen off a cliff. I don't know, if, like plus three, I guess. Like, I clocked it, locked it in quickly, but like, now I'm kind of second guessing myself. I don't have a read on this whatsoever. Yeah, that's why. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I don't have a feel. Might just be leaning toward uh, Jill's TD bets, maybe. Jill's TD bets. Oh my bad. <laughs> but I got uh, my TD bets are kind of wonky this this game. I have um, Rashard Higgins plus two twenty, Noah Fant plus two seventy, and Teddy Bridgewater plus seven fifty. Oh, with uh, J O K out yep. for uh, Cleveland. I like that Noah Fant one. Yeah, plus 270. Uh, the odds are off, so who knows what they'll look like when, they were, when they're back, but that's what, I, uh, that's what I landed on this morning. Yeah, I mean, we don't really know who's going to be playing in the game because of injuries, but it's a pretty damn important game. Both these teams, 3-3. Three and three. Both Denver especially really trending downwards. Cleveland, due to their injuries, is starting to trend downwards. This is a massive game. For both teams. Yeah. Like, four and three looks a hell of a lot better than three and four. Yeah, you nailed it. it. It's uh, massively important. Looking forward to it, but probably staying away from the betting aspect. Anything else you want to get off your chest, Mr. Warnsey, before we go? No, if I do have a play on this game, just check check my Twitter, WarnerBro24. Weekend Wagers is absolutely buzzing. There you go. 21 and 12 on the year, so stay tuned for our episode coming out Friday this week. Uh, for our weekend picks. Anytime touchdown bets currently up plus 13, eight units over six weeks. So make sure to check those out on the national football post every week. If you want to win some money, uh, I will be back with Eagles talk with Deeg. Thomas Pearson is back tomorrow. 
we're gonna be previewing. We're going to Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders this week. Philly's going to uh, going to do some gambling in Vegas. We'll talk about that. Weekend wagers is back on Friday, and we will talk to you later.